everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to the CrazeCast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you close to the action. My name is Roxy and today I'm joined by my fellow host Jay and our photographer Gene returns also. To keep up with all of our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Magazine and YouTube The Craze. Before we begin, we'd like to give a big shout out to your patrons that help make this episode possible. Big thanks to Danielle, Stuart, Mian, and Brienne for their support. If you're interested in joining our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash Craze Magazine to check out all of the great perks that we have for our members. And before we begin this episode, we do have an announcement for all of you. The K's cast is returning to K-pop Social Nights Podcast Fest this year. Last year, we had the wonderful opportunity for us to be part of this virtual podcast event, and we are happy to be back. This year, this event has expanded to two days, taking place on July 10th and July 11th. We will specifically be there on July 10th, where we will be recording an upcoming podcast episode, and you can also meet with us and chat. This year's lineup and agenda has been announced with other great How You Centered podcasts, performances, and breakout rooms for games, workshops, and so much more. But that's not all. Not only is it an event with other great creatives, KPSN Podcast Festival is also a fundraising event in support of the National Alliance on Mental Illness, also known as NAMI, for National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. Proceeds from this year's event will go to the organization, and the craze is proud to be partnering up with KPSN Podcast Fest as a silver sponsor for this year. Tickets are now available, and we hope to see you there. So how's everybody feeling this week? I feel like it's been one of those long weeks, but also went by so fast. Well, here in New York, it feels too weird because the weather's been so up and down. You have hail one day and you're sweating outside the next. I know it's like supposed to be 93 degrees today. And also a cicada got into my house. So I don't think I survived that. <laughs> Did you yes, ever yes. find it? <laughs> I did find it and I went and got the biggest glass enclosure that I could and stuffed it (laughs) under there and listened to it try to escape for about three hours before it died. Oh God. That technically counts as torture, but I really don't care because I was not going to touch it. (laughs) Those things are everywhere, dude. I take Lucy out to go to the bathroom and she has no idea it's going on because she's blind. So they will be swooping in and like trying to get her. And she is just blissfully ignorant. And I wish that I was in that state of mind myself. How big are those things? I don't know how you can really compare it. I guess if you take like a bumblebee, but make it like almost twice that size. Oh God. Those things are huge. They're disgusting. And they're everywhere. And they're loud. (laughs) And they're loud, dude. I'm sitting in my house right now. And even though I have headphones on, I can hear them outside. Oh no. (laughs) No, thank you. It's hell. Don't trust anybody that that believes otherwise. I mean, like, you know how you, you like you'll hear it in anime and it sounds very soothing, but I, I'm pretty sure in reality, like, no, they're probably really annoying. Yeah, it's not a fun time, especially because it happens every 17 years. So like I was traumatized as a child 
So I have that same level of like trauma, except now I am old. So it's weird. It's a weird thing. And I feel like DC is like almost the epicenter because there are some places where like there are so many that you can't even walk on the grass because all they're all like dead bodies and their exoskeletons are everywhere. Ew. Yeah, but how are we doing in the Hollywood realm, everyone? We're all good, I think. Just to briefly, because we don't want to talk about it too much. I mean, I know Monster X came back, Kingdom finished, so yeah. many things. I was so addicted. I spent watched a whole three hour show. <laughs> how I long was did asleep. that finale last? Three hours. So three hours. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I I'm just saying, like. I don't know if anybody was actually surprised about who won, but, you know, I could have seen that one coming. Well, maybe we should have another episode in regards to it. But, like, to be honest, like, I could have seen it going to the winners who won, because we don't want to spoil it if you haven't watched it caught up yet. Um, Or it could have gone to one other group. I was just like, it could be either two of these groups. And I'm not surprised at who won. I am not surprised by who won, especially after some of the reactions that happened after afterwards mm-hmm. in some of the shows. It was kind of obvious, but at the same time, I still had to watch it. The performances were amazing overall. I think everybody did so well on that. I was just like, man, I hate how this is a competition. Can we just have all of them just perform? <laughs> same. I would have to say, I was really surprised from B2B. They really impressed me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you haven't gotten into B2B yet, please do. There, like, There's a reason why they lasted this long in the industry. I don't trust homies who don't like B2B. I'm just going to be real right now. And by the way, the two members who are in the military are getting released soon, so... Relevant? Yes, Absolutely. I'm ready for new That's a great work. segue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, wait, I totally forgot about that. Yes, it is. Of course, all of B2B getting back is going to be the best thing. But that is a great segue into our topic of discussion today, even though it was unintentional. Um, we were going to talk about, dive a little bit deeper into enlistment. Um, I feel like this is something that like fourth gen stands are not ready for because if you're standing that generation like this is very far off but let me tell you it comes way sooner than you expect it Hmm. I mean if you think about it right now like I guess the biggest topic when it comes to enlistment is you know BTS is reaching that age of they have to enlist Jin has to enlist soon so you know everybody's wondering what are they gonna do what's the next step you know are they gonna enlist all together as a group or is it they're going to go member by member? Well, I don't know. For, for BTS, they did, um, there was that recommendation, and we, um, I believe they received the extension. Um, there was the Minister of Culture, Sports, and Tourism. They had the, the I think on December 1st, they were talking about um, doing the provision of artists who have made significant achievements in enhancing national image because it postponed, not not exempt, but postpone military service until they turn 30. So it kind of became the BTS rule, but then it was promoted because of Jim's like date of enlistment that was approaching. So it's something that I think they have to have some kind of um, 
recommendation or some kind of order of cultural merit, and BPS got the order of cultural merit in 2018. So they're eligible for this, which means that they have a little bit more time together before they operate in the US. Though I have read something saying that, um, that there was a belief that they'll own this at the end of next year or something as a group altogether, but I'm not really sure the validity of that. I think like nothing has been stated Obviously, there's so many things going around regarding them enlisting, but I feel like also as a K-pop fan, especially for those who are new, it's kind of like a rite of passage that you have to experience as a fan, seeing your your favorite male idol having to complete their service, you know? So it's just like, it one way or another, it is going to happen, like, Obviously, we are not versed in their politics or anything, so we don't know. So, you know, who knows? It may change in the future. But as of right now, it still stands that most Korean men have to serve. And um, and so it's just like when they go off to enlistment, it is one of those things that you just have to experience as a K-pop fan, right? Yeah, and I think everyone, all the males in Korea, it's something we take honor it and pride it. So it's not something that like any idol often doesn't want to do. They all want to do it. It's their ability and level of being able to do it. But um, it's, uh, everyone comes out with like the sense of nationalistic honor that I did my military service. And sort of like a connection to the country and to their um, fellow Kingsman. So it's just a, it's a good feeling that when they come out, I, I, that's what I get the sense for most of those who go into the military. So I, I, I don't think for any reason whatsoever that no one would want to do it. I think there's just, there is acknowledgement that in some fields of recognition that you need a little time in your use. And I think that's what they are acknowledging. Interesting point, because I think this concept of like required military time is like very foreign to people in the West because like the last time the army made people do anything was the Vietnam War. So like, I feel like sometimes Western fans see this as something where they're being forced to do something they don't wanna do. You know what I mean? And it's not fair, but you know, it does come down to a cultural difference in this case. And honestly, like, I guess Korea is technically in an ongoing war. I don't know if they ever figured that out because there was talk that they were going to but like they're not in a super active war so to me there's really no issue with it if that makes sense yeah i don't think there's any issue with it so there was one thing that confused me so i looked this up i did a little research um because different idols seem to have different lengths of service so it's actually dependent on which um area they go into so army marine corps is one year and six months navy one year eight months Air Force, one year, nine months. And for like the public social worker or service worker, one year, nine months. That's why length of service might change depending on which area, which I didn't really realize until I looked into it. See, it always feels like way longer than that to me. And I don't know why. It does. It's just like, technically people round up and they're like, oh, they're gone for two years. It's actually less than that, but it feels longer. As like, or sometimes also it's kind of like, wait, they're coming back already? It's been too, like, you know, it's been that length of time. It feels like yesterday they sneeze and then they're back. So I think there are some members that like to be in the military and an option to stay longer. 
but um, it always feels much longer than it actually is. But we're always happy to have them back. It's just like, oh, you're back. You know who I miss already? Zico. And he just left. Like, when you care about the person a lot, it's like really fucking hard. It seems so much longer. I like it. I, I think he released something while in the military, right? I like when they prepare material to release during their service because then you feel like it's that you've heard something from them, even though it was done before. That's how I feel like like okay he's probably the biggest enlistment as of recently which is Taman leaving off to the military which is like crazy to think because what if you were there when shiny debuted or in the early days of shiny you're just like i've seen this teenager grow up into a grown adult man and now he's serving you know it was already one weird thing to see the other members but now it's the makne of the group that's enlisted that it's like huh where where is the industry gonna be for two years without Taman? yeah it's his he will definitely be missed absolutely i just realized too that it's not just shiny now it's super m so oh yeah oh my god super m with him and hikyan oh yeah and back on for super m (laughs) well okay what is the point of forming that group if in a year two of your members are gone and then Kai slated up to go soon too. Eventually, the next couple of years, right? I, I had this one thought: like maybe they'll bring in other members. Like, uh, who knows? I also thought the concept of Super M. Also, maybe I could be getting this wrong. Is that members could be interchanged, just like NCT? I'm not sure, but that concept would would make sense right now. It would make sense because I mean, you have other shiny members what if imagine you bring in key and then dio into super m like probably they're most likely not to well maybe not dio but imagine having that vocal range into that group holy shit i don't know if i'm just like old or whatever but i don't like the rotating group thing (laughs) it gets it can get confusing it definitely can get confusing, but if you want to keep the group alive during this time, it makes sense to bring someone else in. It also changes things up a bit. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I agree. I, I mean, this is coming from the person who still doesn't know any most of the NC, new NCT members. Wavy, still trying to learn. Don't at me. I know. I, they've been out for a while, but it's still hard to keep track of all 23 members, okay? This brings up an interesting point because I feel like we don't see this very often why would you not have every member of your group go into the military at the same time so that they all come out you know around they all come out together essentially i think that probably makes sense for smaller groups to do though at the other hand it depends on if they have members to do like strong solo work or do acting i can see how there would be differences in wanting to delay some people because of projects and other people for non-projects. I, I, I really think it depends on the level of promotion that they're able to do without certain members, but it would make sense for groups to go and come back together, but I guess it just depends how busy they are individually. I also think it also depends on age range too, because you know some groups, not saying most groups now, their age gaps are between two to three years, but back then, like, you know, there there were members that had a bigger age 
gap. Remember, like BAP, for example, Jungkook was, you know, much older than Zello. Like Jungkook was an adult while Zello was a teenager. And Zello still has time before he actually serves now. Um, but it, I think age range factors into like why they probably are not going to also just here, all of you go together as well. So that begs the question about BTS because they have been delayed, but I don't know how long they can delay Jin. And since Jungkook is a 97, like he has a number of years left before he has to go. So like, I do wonder if they're going to throw them all together or start working more on solo projects or something. God, it's hard. That's a hard thing to do because yeah, like, I mean, individually, I think BTS, you know, they have the power to do solo work. Of course, like you look at rap line, you know, they're, they're successful in their own mixtapes. Now the vocal line is starting to branch out into their own. So, I mean, it's possible for, I think anything can go at this point. I want to say that if they do go as a group together, I mean, at least we're not waiting for extended periods of time. It could be just, here's one entire term date and then they can come back all together as a group, if that makes sense. I'm just curious if they would all list together, what they would all list in the same area. Like, would they all be like army or navy or if they would use different because different enlistments have different time periods so if or if some of them would qualify for a non-active duty while other people or others would qualify or would want to do the the active forces so uh, it seems like yeah just from what i read uh, um there was a times in the article that stated that there was reports um that the members might in this together so we'll see we'll see what happens definitely and then also when we're talking about enlistments there's actually idols who have enlisted prior to even debuting right the one who i can remember off the top of my head is tail from block b wait did he i thought he just went and did his military service i thought he did his before or or you know or was that Changmin from 2 a.m go oh god that's a name <laughs> <laughs> that's also a name that we haven't talked about uh we've brought we haven't really brought up in the podcast either let me do some research i was like who did their um military service well, his song um from and flying did but he he did it early before he ever became an idol so he's all done and flying see that would make sense to me but also if you're with like a big company especially they tend to scout them when they're like teenagers so, and then debut them when they're like 15. I hate this so much because like I'm old. So I can't stand watching 15 year olds like be, be celebrities. I think they're too young, but that's for a different discussion. But JK, it was in Tail, by the way. <laughs> it's somebody yeah, else. See. Yeah, because I remember when Tail left for his service. But I guess it does make sense if you weren't scouted early and you're coming into it later that you do it first and then for it but in these days everyone wants to try to do it as early as possible i do remember there's an actor who's pretty big and i don't know his name off the top of my head but like he went 
he was doing acting, but then decided to go into the military to get it over with. And then when he came out, he like exploded in popularity. So I think that was very strategic. Um, but also that's not exactly predictable. You can't know if you're going to get like super popular when you are like 28 to 30. So just to clarify, it was 2 a.m. Shangman. He completed his service in 2008. And uh, he did it right before he debuted, which is rare. You don't get to see that often. See, I don't know the system over there either. So like, do you get papers that say when you have to go or can you elect to go earlier? I think some people like to elect to go earlier. I think males 18 to 28, um, I think you fill out a form and then you can defer to do it later, but then you can elect to do it earlier. Because obviously things are different in different countries and everything. But I guess also, like, if you're going to, like, let's just take a look at it outside of a idol perspective. If, I mean, if you're somebody out of high school doesn't really have plans to go to higher education just yet, or that's not your thing, I think you know, even I think here in the States too, it's like, well, join the military, something to do. Maybe that could be part of the reason I was like, I'm going to enlist early. I'll say, um, I don't know. I don't remember who my first, like as a fan, like as a K-pop fan, who my first enlistment that I experienced was, but I want to say for me, it was super junior, like seeing the oldest members of super junior go is just like, whoa, this is surreal. It's actually happening. I became a fan at like 12, 13 years ago. And then at the time, no one was really enlisting. And then a couple of years later, like you see the super juniors, mem- uh, super junior members enlisting and you're like, huh, I just got into you. I just remember when they came back. <laughs> that too. Everybody, it's like everybody made a big deal of them enlisting. And then they're like, when are they going to come back? It's just such excitement when they were back and then when they were all back. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird, um, especially to like try to see how the groups navigate. I think one of the ones that's been interesting for me to watch is EXO, just because they were like the first group I got into and how they still release like albums as full EXO, but then they have to fill in the gaps of the members that are missing. So like they just today, I think it drops today um the the new exo album it's not gonna have chen on it uh Bakyun and chen Yol are gone now i feel like chen Yol went early but like i don't know it's fucking weird dude um, interesting idea here though if yes. you are a male idol that gets into a scandal can the company just yeet you off into the military so people forgot it happened we see this all the time we, we see it all the time yeah we see it all the time now I mean, it's just a scandal happens and then they don't know what to do. And so they go into the military, whether it's their time and it's close by, it might be moved up a little bit or else they're just quiet until the military service happens, something like that. But often you see as a way to give time for, for the scandals to, to die down. Mm-hmm. So was Chen early? because I don't remember, but I don't know if getting married and having, getting married and having a kid counts as a scandal in South Korea, but 
I don't remember if he went into military service early because like people kept bringing it up and kept getting mad. I want to say he was early because Chen is younger than Baekhyun. Baekhyun did all he could to not go, at least time-wise, because I feel like he was starting to get overdue. Let me confirm on ages real quick. Hold on. I was like, I believe Chen is younger than Baekhyun, though. But I mean, it's like, I guess it's like, obviously differences in culture and obviously fandom, you know, is it really wrong for him to get married and have a kid? <laughs> you know? It should be, but I would be terrified to be his wife, to be honest. I mean, I think about it when myself, my perspective, I mean, I got married when I'm 27 and a lot of these idols are more, are older than that. So I feel like they're, that maybe being an idol prevents them from getting married at a normal, or rather normal, um, marriage age whether it's early 30s or late 20s that's typical in korea at least from parent or pressure wise you're usually told to get married around that age um that it gets delayed and i feel like they should be able to have relationships and get married and retain their careers but it's it's very hard to do that and retain their image so chen is only a couple months younger than baekhyun they're born the same year but chen obviously went off early and i feel like it was because of the whole issues of him you know announcing he's getting married and he's having children you know but i also feel like once an idol does come out and they're on the younger age they do enlist i feel like that's just a norm that happens you may come out as in in relationship like when they uh, let's say are let's say if the idol is a younger age and you know like they like it doesn't count for all but um i feel like i've noticed like for those idols who are rather in that realm of close to being around the age of enlistment you know the you know when they have to go like that you that time period i feel like if it comes out that they are married and or they're expecting i feel like people will also think is like oh they're gonna enlist then you know it's gonna just happen naturally kind of situation like oh you're married now but you haven't done your enlistment time to do your enlistment kind of situation marriage i think there's other like so-called scandals i mean young one from cm blue had um a whole education issue that happened with his master or doctorate degree or master school that he was applying for which i thought was a little bit off in regards to it blowing up like that but um i think that might have promoted his his enlistment date mm-hmm. um there's also suddenly i think when wasn't his enlistment date this two one things blow up or or after or shortly afterwards or i'm not sure if he was in the military at the time but, but i feel like there are times where that people see as a way at least to get away from the public eye and mm-hmm. whether whether the accusations are valid or not. Right. Interesting take here though, because there are stories about idols still being tracked down and harassed while they're in the military. The one that comes to mind is uh G Dragon. So that was horrible. That was just simply horrible. Yeah. So sometimes these idols they just do like public service is probably the easiest one to do. But people found out essentially where G-Dragon was stationed and would like wait around for him. To me, I don't know, but I feel like there's this invisible line where like 
once this idol is out of the public eye, like you have no right to bother them, whether or not they have like status when they are active. So I just, I thought that was really fucking weird. Well, the weird thing that happened with GD also when he was in service and he had to get that ankle surgery and that he had that fellow soldier whose girlfriend was a fan who basically like spied on him and did a drawing of where all his tattoos and moles were and posted it and sent it to his girlfriend who posted it on IG. That was, That's creepy. That's so weird. Uh, completely messed up. Why That's are people cre- gross? That's creepy. Ew. It's just one night afterwards, he was criticized that he got special treatment for being in a single room. And it's just like, hello. Wait, so being in your own room in a hospital is special treatment now? I guess normal. Uh, normally, you have a shared room after treatment if you're in the military. Um, though there was conflicting reports and people said in that hospital, there were only single rooms. And some people said that it was like a colonel or something. But I mean, it's just weird things happen. I mean, it's just, it's GD. He has a, I understand that he shouldn't get any special treatment according to the Korean military, but it's not, there's no evidence that he actually did, but it's just that how these rumors and accusations come up is just, it's kind of crazy. Or just like, do you ever find it boggling that, you know, especially a lot of, most, not all, but like to do public service and then when they find them out on the streets or doing stuff it's just like leave them alone they're actually doing like aside from being an idol like being in the military is an actual job leave them alone to do their job i agree though i have to say that the videos and pictures of logo doing the (laughs) he's who i thought of i was just so cute (laughs) i was just like you you found loco, but at the same time, can you please like it's cute, but yeah, you just, want to say leave him alone, but at the same time, it's like he's so cute. Like I I just remember seeing those pictures circulate. It's like that's really cute, but also like, can you just let him do his job? Which makes you wonder for all the for the idols who are doing public service work, like Hyun is supposed to be doing public services, and these others that are doing public service, like how can they? Be in public without mobs of people following them so hopefully it's it's safe and people respect their space it probably helps that they shave their head and they probably if they just put on like ball caps i, I guarantee you that 90 percent of the people just wouldn't recognize them anymore did you all see that picture of Taman with his shaved head he looked That's like weird. his soul had left his body that was weird he's like I feel like a good portion of like at least Taman's on stage persona is his hair and so it's just like he did not like like he's like he looks even like wow I my head my head shaved. He like it it looked like there was nothing behind his eyes like like I don't even know how to explain it but it was the image was cursed. I think that I may have been hexed when I looked at it. But okay, so like speaking of Taman and enlisting, um, I don't remember who I saw but credit to whoever who I saw on Twitter tweet about um they said you know I hope and I think this goes for all idols who enlist you know yes being in the military is stressful and you know there's going to be good times and bad you know we obviously don't know what that experience is going to entail but somebody on Twitter said you know, I hope Taman gets the rest that he deserves, you know, because, you know, you're on a stricter schedule in terms of like 
having certain meal times, but also going to bed and actually sleeping properly for once. And I'm just like, you know, I didn't think about that until like you said, it's like he actually gets to have somewhat of a quote unquote normal day to day like job and rest for once because he's been so active for so many years. No, I have a hard time saying basic training period as being a restful period. Um, maybe afterwards, I think he's doing the military band, right? I, I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure. But yeah, definitely basic training. That's stressful. <laughs> we can all agree that's stressful. I think afterwards, it is a time period of like, well, they're out of the spotlight, like you guys mentioned for about a year and a few months, and they actually get the time to like rest a little bit better. See, I always wonder though, the difference between how the military functions in Korea compared to here, because I have uh, a friend that went through the Marines basic training, which is like absolutely insane. So like, is it the same there? Like did Minho go through this like really intense, like fucking like they leave you out in the woods with MREs and you gotta like make your own camp and figure out how to not die. Like did, I'm trying to picture this and it's kind of boggling my mind a little bit. But if they did, he would come out of it alive and thriving. Yes. Uh, I think certain branches, I don't, we don't, well, we don't know, but because we only see pictures of like after they've completed basic training, you know, that's a, that's a normal thing. We'll see them afterwards. It could be that it is different, you know, for every branch. Oh, what was the name of that reality show? Real Men? Is it Real Men? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, we don't know. I don't remember exactly what branch of the military. I want to say they're mostly army. You got to see like how their training was through the reality show because, you know, celebrities and other um, other people who were in the entertainment industry participated in it. But, you know, that was just only one branch. Who knows what the other branches have. And some of these idols go in and they take it as an opportunity to get, to be completely honest, ripped. <laughs> they come out incredibly fit and it's just amazing. I mean, I think when Eason Gee and when Young Hao came out, it's just, it's just, it was amazing. They had worked so hard and they were so physically fit that it was very impressive. I guess I'll just say, you know, to close this bit out and I think we can all agree it's just like you know enlistment it happens and we all have to just accept it and patiently wait even though it does take forever it feels like forever that's how I felt with Bug and Mook but now he's back (laughs) um but I as for those who are newer k-pop fans when it when the time comes like I know like some of us want to hold on and be like, no, don't go. But at the same time, just realize that a lot of them do want to actually serve and they, you know, just take it as a time where, you know, it's a resting period. It's just a break. It's not forever. You know, they'll find their way back and we just patiently wait. And in the meantime, you know, while you support, you, you know their music is still there their artwork is still there you can still support them in some other ways so yeah like it's okay it's okay they'll be back the time period always seems so long but then when they're coming back there's this sense of excitement also so it's it's a good time to kind of get 
re-excited about your idols who are coming back. Because always there's a cycle of artists who leave for enlistment. There's always the cycle of artists that are coming out of enlistment. And so there's this kind of like circle of artists that are coming in and out. And so though you might lose some of your favorites, if you're new, you might discover a new favorite. So it's it's nice in that way as, as well, because it's a chance to rediscover artists um, who are coming out. And the time really, when when it comes, when they're like, we're back, like, oh, you're back now. And it's, it's such a happy feeling. And with that, I think we are good to go into our uh, underrated artist segment for this week. So uh, this week we chose uh, the DSP Media boy group Mirei. Um, they just came out a few months ago with their debut album. Um, and I believe it's actually done fairly well. Uh, they peaked at position nine on the charts with the album and the debut music video has has somewhere around 15, 12 million views. And uh, this is another one of those groups that had some produce kids in it. So that's obviously the new take that they like to do. But what did you guys think of Mirai's debut? You know, great segue. Just as Jean was saying it, like um, she said, you know, as people are going in, people are coming out and you're also discovering new groups. This is a new group that just came out. I haven't had the chance to watch Mire, but Killa, I'm here for. I'm actually like, yes, I'm I'm pretty impressed. I haven't had a chance to see either, but I'm very excited to learn more about them and to check out what they're doing. And if there's one thing in the K-pop world that's consistent, it's military enlistment and debuts. So <laughs> there is a constant cycle of in and out, but I think Killa was a pretty good song but I, I don't know. I'm still kind of on the fence personally. I feel like this is the first boy group DSP Media has done in a really long time. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they manage. Gosh, DSP Media in a name as well as just a, 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 a name that I haven't heard in forever. So I was just like, did they have any other boy groups? I don't know about boy groups, but their last decent success was Card, so... Mm-hmm. Right. And then they had Kata for a hot moment. So one thing that I do kind of like about DSP Media from what I've seen is they let BM say whatever he wants and haven't tried to control him because he just he goes wild. So I'm kind of hoping that they keep that same energy with the new boy group because I love to see when new groups sort of are allowed to kind of grow into themselves and not be told like what to do, if that makes sense. That does make sense and it's it's always strange when they're able to say and ex- express themselves but bm i think is a character in himself so it's been a hard to recreate though his free-flowing personality so like we say every week you know this could this group could be your flavor they could not be it's always worth just checking them out to see you know how you feel um Mirai's sort of concept is like futuristic future boys. So you'll see that a lot in Killa. Uh, and if that's your jam, you're probably going to like them. Um, but, you know, as of now, we do only have one mini album. Um, so as time goes on, hopefully we'll see more, uh, more music from them. So uh, any less thoughts, you guys? Um, for me, support Mirai. I mean, it doesn't hurt to check out new groups 
you know, especially a lot of groups are fighting tooth and nail to just stay relevant and, you know, in the saturated field, definitely support them, give them a chance. I definitely would want more. Like one isn't enough, more please. Um, other than that, final thoughts, you know, just have a good week, everyone. Happy Pride Month, by the way. Shout out to all our LGBTQ listening out there. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Have a good week, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, have a good week, everyone. Thank you. And with that, be sure to follow us on social media to keep up with all of the new content coming out. It looks like we have another month full of comebacks and uh, including some fun old groups that have finally gotten out of the military <laughs> completely. So they're coming back and um, lots of other fun things happening in June. So uh, a reminder though, that we will be at KPS and Podcast Fest this year. Uh, and it's from July 10th to July 11th. So be sure to grab your ticket. And the Crazecast is available on all streaming platforms. So if you could do us a favor, uh, give us a follow and give us a rating, it would be really great. So this has been the Crazecast and we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.